Welcome to Golden Gems with Dave Shaw and Bill Hansen. We review each week the career and personal life of one of the great unforgettable artists of the golden days of radio. So please join us on a trip down memory lane as we take a look at today's artist. Then go to our website, www.goldengems.net, where we also look at more of their career and play some of their most unforgettable great hits, which we are unable to share on the podcast. We invite you to join us there also. But for now, sit back and relax as we talk about the life of today's unforgettable artist of the golden days of radio. Well, Dave and Bill here welcoming you to uh, our Golden Gems podcast. Today, taking a little closer look at one of the great country entertainers, Crystal Gale. Gale was born Brenda Gale Webb in Paintsville, Kentucky on January 9, 1951. She was the last of eight children born to Clara Marie and Melvin Theodore Webb. Unlike sister Loretta and her other siblings, Gail was the only child born at the Paintsville Hospital and not at home. Through her matron, Gail is first cousins with singer Patty Loveless. Gail and her siblings are of Irish and Cherokee descent, although she's not enrolled with any native tribe. Gail's father was a coal miner who developed black lung disease. In search of better medical treatment, the family moved to Wabash, Indiana, when Gail was four years old. They lived in a retired miners' community, and Clara Webb worked as a nurse's aide. Ted Webb died in 1959. From early age, Gail had an interest in singing. She noted that she could sing before she could walk. The family's new home in Wabash was in an urban setting. She was exposed to diverse cultural groups and norms, and in turn to various styles of music. She sang along frequently to songs that she'd heard on the radio and was inspired by the music of her older sister, Loretta Lynn. Gail's musical interests were shaped further in her teenage years. She started singing in church, performed folk songs, and recorded demonstration tapes. With encouragement from Lynn, she began touring during summers in high school. At age 16, Gail performed on the Grand Old Opry in replacement of her sister who'd gotten ill. She performed a cover of Marty Robbins' Ribbons of Darkness. After graduating from high school in 1969, she signed her first recording contract with her sister's label, Decca Records. Upon signing with Deckel, the label insisted that Gail change her first name from Brenda to another name. The conflict was due to the fact that Brenda Lee was already signed with Decca at the time. Shortly thereafter, Lynn drove past a sign for the Crystal Fast Food Restaurant and said to Gail, That's your name. Crystals are bright and shiny like you. It was from that she changed her name professionally to Crystal Gale. Gail, taken from her middle name, Gale, spelled G-A-I-L. Gail was first managed by Oliver Lynn, Loretta Lynn's husband, after signing with Decca Records. Her debut single was released in 1970, titled, I've Cried the Blue Right Out of My Eyes, also written by Lynn. 
The song peaked within the top 40 of the Billboard Hot Country Singles chart. The song was followed by other singles that reached minor positions on the Country Songs chart. Everybody Ought to Cry, 1972, and I Hope You're Having Better Luck Than Me, 1972. Gail's career stalled while at the DECA label. During this period, Lynn gave Gail advice that prompted her to expand her musical styles. Lynn said, quit singing my songs. We have one Loretta Lynn, and we don't need another. The conversation led Gail to ultimately leave DECA in 1974. Gail signed a new recording contract with United Artists Records in 1974. Under the direction of producer Alan Reynolds, her musical style shifted. Reynolds, who had recent success producing Don Williams, encouraged Gail to record in a softer, mellower format. He also helped market her music towards a crossover audience. Gail also released her first United Artists single in 1974, Restless. Mary Buffwack and Robert Orman called the song assertive and sexy. The song peaked at number 39 on the Billboard Country Songs chart. The same year, Gail's self-titled debut album was issued, reaching number 25 on the Billboard Top Country Album Survey. The following year, she had her first top 10 hit on the country chart with Wrong Road Again, also written by Alan Reynolds. She had minor hits with the singles, This Is My Year for Mexico, 1975, and Beyond You in 1975. The latter song was co-written by Gail and her, her husband, Bill Gatzimos. Her second studio album, Somebody Loves You, spawned a second top 10 hit, the title track. Gail's shift towards country pop was received better than her earlier recordings with Decca. Kurt Wolf of Country Music, the rough guide, praised the new style, calling it a pleasant, easy-going sort of country folk blend. Orman and Buffwack called the new style ear-catching and praised Alan Reynolds' gentle rhythm productions. Reynolds had limited time to write material for Gale. Instead, he arranged for songwriters Bob McDill and Richard Lee to help compose music. This arrangement proved successful when, in 1976, Gale had her first number one hit on the country music charts, I'll Get Over You, written by Lee. This was followed by a second number one hit, You Never Miss a Real Good Thing Till He Says Goodbye, and the number two hit, I'll Do It All Over Again. Her third studio album, Crystal, was released in 1976, peaking at number seven on the top country album charts. Producer Alan Reynolds believed Gale was poised to have a crossover pop success if the right song were found. In 1977, Richard Lee had composed a tune called Don't It Make My Brown Eyes Blue. Gale recorded the track in one single tape. Don't It Make My Brown Eyes Blue was released as a single in 1977, peaking at number one on the Billboard Country Song Charts and crossing over to number two on the Billboard Hot 100. Internationally, it became a hit in several countries, including the United Kingdom, where it reached a number five position. Gale's fourth studio record, We Must Believe in Magic, was also released in 77. 
The album peaked at number two on the Billboard Country Albums chart and number 12 on the Billboard 200. We Must Believe in Magic has received positive reviews since its initial release. We Must Believe in Magic became the first album by a female country artist to certify platinum in sales by the Recording Industry Association of America. In 1978, Gail earned the Grammy Award for the Best Female Country Vocal Performance for Don't It Make My Brown Eyes Blue, while Lee won a Grammy for Best Country Song. As Gail's music crossed multiple genres, she made more appearances outside the national establishment. Among these was hosting two primetime television specials, Crystal and Crystal Gale Special. Both shows aired on CBS and were given critical acclaim. Gale would also appear with Bob Hope in his 1979 television special called On the Road to China. For the special, Gale and Hope taped a performance on the Great Wall of China. The special made Gale the first artist to film a performance on the Great Wall. In 1982, Gale collaborated with Tom Waits on the soundtrack of Francis Ford Coppola's film, One from the Heart. Originally, Bette Midler was chosen for the project. However, Midler could not fit it in to her schedule. At first, the soundtrack was delayed by Columbia Records due to a dispute with Coppola's Zotrope Studios. When it was released, the soundtrack received positive reviews. Tom Jurek of AllMusic gave the release 4.5 out of 5 stars, who called it one of the most beautifully wrought soundtrack collaborations in history. Steve Pond of Rolling Stone called it a dreamy series of duets with Crystal Gale that drift in and out of the film, comment on the action, and supply some crucial transitions. Between 1985 and 87, Gale collaborated with the country artist Gary Morris, on a series of duets, the first being the single, Making Up for Lost Time. The song reached number one on the Billboard Country list in 1986. Making Up for Lost Time was also used as the theme song for the CBS TV series Dallas. The pair also recorded the theme song for Another World. The theme song was also titled Another World and became a top ten hit. Gail would also guest star in the show as herself. The duo would release their collaborative studio album in 1986 titled, What If We Fall In Love? The album peaked at number 25 on the Billboard Country Albums list in September 1987. In 1988, Gail released her final album of the decade titled, Nobody's Angel. The record featured two minor hits including the single Tennessee Nights. Also in 1987, Gail opened a gift shop in Nashville called Crystal's Fine Gifts and Jewelry. The store contained various gifts, such as jewelry and stones, made by various European artisans. The shop also included various types of crystals. In a 1994 interview, Gail commented on her business, the little shop turned into a much larger shop, and it takes a lot of work, as anyone in retail well knows. But we have a lot of fun with it. The shop officially closed in 2008. In 1990, Gale signed a new recording contract with Capitol Records and reunited with producer Alan Reynolds. 
The same year she released her 17th studio album, Ain't Gonna Worry. Bill Carpenter of All Music gave the release four out of five stars, calling it an excellent set of country pop. The album spawned several singles, beginning with Just an Old Love. In its initial review, Billboard gave it a positive response, praising the production style of Reynolds. Its third single, Never Ending Song of Love, would become Gale's last charting single to date, reaching number 72 on the Billboard Hot Country Singles chart. Her 18th studio album came in 1992, called Three Good Reasons. The album was produced by Buzz Stone. The album's lead single of the same name spawned a music video. Bill Kolos of the Los Angeles Times gave the song and video a positive review, saying, The video, alternating between scenes of Gale and her swirling tresses with sparsely staged visions of a single mother and her two children, is the kind of heartfelt yet assertive statement that Gail has parlayed into major successes in the past. All Music also gave the album three out of five stars. As the 1990s progressed, Gail recorded material for smaller labels and issued specialty projects. Her first small label was the Branson Entertainment Group, where she released an album of re-recorded hits titled Best Always. In 1995, she signed with Intersound Records and recorded a pair of gospel studio albums. At the dawn of the new millennium, Gail expanded her musical interests. In 1999, she released an album of jazz and American standards called Crystal Gale Sings the Heart and Soul of Hoagy Carmichael. It was a tribute to Hoagy Carmichael, whom Gale worked with shortly before his death in the early 1980s. The album featured covers of songs he composed, including Stardust and Georgia On My Mind. All Music's Tom Jurek gave the release four out of five stars in his review of Heart and Soul. Jurek called it a gorgeous set one that reaffirms Gail's history to be sure, but also one that offers the first really new hearing of Carmichael in at least a decade. Billboard magazine praised the lead single, Two Sleepy People, a duet with Willie Nelson, calling it sweet and playful. In the year 2000, she released a studio album of children's music titled In My Arms. In 2003, she released her second album of American Standards, called All My Tomorrows. Robert Daniels of Variety commented positively saying, Gail's singing boasts directness and subtlety. There are no flashy or show-busy theatrics. All Music gave the release four out of five stars, calling Gail's singing stunning and capable. For several years, Gail spent time recording her next studio release. She stated the album would consist of covers of country music classics and will be produced by her son, Chris Gatsimos. The project was originally titled, Am I That Easy to Forget? In 2019, Gail announced it would be retitled, You Don't Know Me, Classic Country. It was officially released in September 2019 via Southpaw Productions and The Orchard. 
You Don't Know Me became Gale's first studio album to chart since 1988, reaching number 40 on the Billboard Independent Albums list. The album received positive reviews from critics. Marcos Papadatos of the Digital Journal gave it an A rating, commenting, Overall, Crystal Gale is sensational on her new album, You Don't Know Me, which is country as grits. Grab a bottle of wine and let this country queen lure you in with her timeless... When Gail's first child was born, she continued working frequently. In 2003, she said, When I was on stage, I remember coming off stage and breastfeeding and then doing another show. When the couple had their second child, Gail stayed home with the children. She also has one grandchild named Elijah. Gail spoke of her appreciation for grandchildren in a 2011 interview. Holidays are so amazing with Elijah. We make cookies, which is great because I never really got much of a chance to do this with my own children. There's a pull when I go on the road when I'm not around him, and I want to be. He's just a bright spot that you want to see all the time. He loves life. Little about to her legacy. Gail has been credited as one of the most successful and important country pop crossover artists. Gail's music and career helped open doors for future female country pop artists, including Faith Hill, Shania, Shania Twain, and Carrie Underwood. Writer Kevin John Coyne described her successes and contributions. She had accumulated an astonishing 18 number one hits, two more than her older sister had under her belt, and fourth among all women in country music history, behind Dolly Parton, Reba McIntyre, and Tammy Wynette. That's amazing. In recent years, Gail has been given several awards and accolades for her accomplishments. In 2003, she was included by Country Music Television on their list of the 40 greatest women of country music. In 2008, she was inducted into the Kentucky Music Hall of Fame and Museum. In 2009, she received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. She was joined by artist Tanya Tucker and her family for the ceremony. In 2016, she was presented with a Cliffy Stone Pioneer Award from the Academy of Country Music. Gail commented in 2016, "It's nice to think maybe your music has, it's nice to think maybe your music has influenced other artists who are out there." In November 2016, almost 50 years after making her debut as a guest artist, Gail was asked to become a member of the Grand Old Opry by Carrie Underwood. The two performed Don't It Make My Brown Eyes Blue before Underwood announced the invitation. Gail was officially inducted by Loretta Lynn in January 2017. In 2017, Gail was included in Taste of Country's list of country music's most powerful women. In 2019, she was among a dozen performers chosen to open the Country Music Association Awards as part of recognizing the women of country music. In the show's opening, Gail performed Don't It Make My Brown Eyes Blue. What an amazing artist. Thanks for joining us today as we looked into the life and career of Crystal Gale. 
If you haven't yet, please go to www.goldengems.net and listen to more of her career and listen to several of her great, great songs. Thanks for being with us today. We hope you're having as much enjoyment as we are, reliving some of the unforgettable memories of the golden days of radio. To learn more about the career of today's artists and listen to several of their greatest hits, we invite you to go to our website, www.goldengems.net. May we also encourage you to tell your friends about the show. We'd love to have them join us in these little trips down memory lane. And as always, we invite your feedback or comments on goldengemsradio at gmail.com. So until next episode, this is Dave and Bill heading back into the archives to dust off some more unforgettable memories to share with you on Golden Gems. <laughs>